Hi, my name is Jackie. I was diagnosed with type 1 diabetes when I was 8. I play hard because that's how I do everything. I always push myself to be the best that I can be. Type 1 diabetes does not stop me from doing the things that I like to do. Hello and welcome to Teen 1D, the podcast for teenagers and young adults living with type 1 diabetes. The podcast is not intended as a substitute for professional medicine advice or treatment. My guest for today's episode is Adriana Richard. Can you tell our listeners how we met? Yeah, so we met at the 2019 JDR Film Congress in Washington, D.C. We both came to support our um, members of Congress and other delegates in getting the SDP renewed. Yes, and SDP is the Special Diabetes Program, which would continue funding for type 1 diabetes research across the U.S. Okay, so Adriana, where are you from? I'm from Milton, Pennsylvania. It's a small little town. I'm from a small town, too, so I completely understand how that feels. How old are you now, and how old were you when you were diagnosed? So I'm 18 years old right now, and I was diagnosed shortly after my fifth birthday. So it's been about 13 years of living with type 1. Okay, so you were one of the Children's Congress delegates that actually spoke to the members of Congress at the congressional hearing when we were in D.C. How did it feel to speak to that many people about a topic that was so important to you and so many other people there in the room? So it was kind of nerve-wracking. My blood sugars definitely did not like it. Most people don't know this, but like I was low the entire time. I was actually low the entire time I gave my testimony, so I was kind of like, scary but um as soon as I met all the other kids I knew like everything was going to be fine they're all super nice and they're all super supportive like I got so many smiles just from the people sitting in front of me like you got this kind of thing it was like the first time I think I got to share my story in front of a whole bunch of people who could actually make a change so it was definitely like a surreal moment but also very very nerve-wracking how long have you been involved with JDRF? Did you do anything with them before Children's Congress? Yeah, so I was involved with JDRF for about, I want to say, a year and a half before Children's Congress. I was on, they call it a teen task force. Um, I don't think they run it anymore. We volunteered at all their events. That's kind of like the youth ambassador program, but I don't think they put the official name on it. And we just came up with new ideas to fundraise and just hang, hanged out. <laughs> uh, so how do you manage your type one? Do you use shots, a pump, or any like closed loop system? I know that there are more and more people that are starting to use the closed loop system, so I can't just ask if you're on shots or a pump now. <laughs> That's okay. I use the Tandem with Control IQ with the Dexcom. I love it. It's the best thing in the world. Have you always done it this way, or have you ever used a different system? I have used Animus and Medtronic before. Also, I've been on shots for before as well. So I know that you're in college now. Would you like to tell our audience what you're doing there? Sure. So I am studying at Shippensburg University here in Pennsylvania. I am studying to become kind of like an emotional support teacher for little kids, which is early childhood and special education, and I'm minoring in psychology. I am now a sophomore, so I'm just now kind of getting into those kind of classes, and I'm really excited to see how that'll like mix in with my diabetes as well, because I'm sure there'll be a time where I have kids with diabetes around me. Yeah. So are you in any clubs and organizations in college right now? So I'm in a sorority. So yes, I am also um, part of this program. It's called Lighthouse Academy. It basically builds um, leadership skills, which is something I'm always trying to work on. That's really cool, though. Yeah. 
So how did you know that you wanted to join a sorority when you were getting ready for the preparation for it, I guess? So one of the sororities at my college actually supports um, the American Diabetes Association. Wow. Yeah, that was pretty cool. I ended up not going with them because I just, I didn't want to feel like kind of like their guinea pig. (laughs) But um, I saw how close knit those girls were and how like we're raising money for such an important cause. The sorority I'm in does arthritis. So it's pretty, pretty similar to how you would fundraise for diabetes. I just love how how close they are and like how they all support each other. It's really amazing to like just have someone to lean on who like who kind of wants the same things in life with you to like raise awareness about a certain disease. Yeah, cool. So is there anything that you've found in college that's been difficult to treat diabetes with or just handle situations that have been different than your experience in high school? Yeah. So obviously I have done pretty much virtual school college for, um, the past year, but I did live on campus. I would just say like getting used to living on my own was super, super hard for me because there was times where like I wouldn't wake up to my Dexcom alerts or I was super, super low and like not not responsive, I'd say. And my mom would literally have to like call not call me. There was one time she had to call like the police to come check on me. So a little crazy. The police, though, that is a new one. I've definitely heard about people calling like the front office or like an RA, but I've not heard of the police. Well, yeah, if it was the campus police, I don't think my mom had my RA's phone number, which it was probably a good idea <laughs> to give her. But um, I think with COVID anyways, they probably just wanted to make sure I didn't need an ambulance or anything because I wasn't answering. So with COVID, do you think it was harder to meet people in college than you think it would have been on like a regular basis? Definitely. Like if you didn't meet friends, like your first two weeks there, you kind of struggled to find people. Obviously you'd have people in your classes, but like you're not seeing them face to face. So it's kind of hard to make plans with people when you haven't like formally met them. So what are you most looking forward to now that COVID is starting to settle down and things are slowly going back to normal in college? What is something that you didn't think was a big deal before and now all of a sudden you're just ready for it to happen? and you're ready to experience it. I would definitely say like being allowed to have visitors back on campus, especially like my mom and my family members, just because it gets so lonely there, like not having anyone like be able to come in your dorm. Also, say just like the normal little things you don't think about, like football games. We didn't have any of those. Um, Being able to sit in class with people. So do you have a roommate? Um, Yes, I do. Did you have to tell them that you had type one? Yes. So my first year, I lived with a roommate for the first half of the year. And then I lived by myself for the second half because she moved out, which was kind of a weird change. She did know I had type 1 diabetes. She didn't know too much about it. She basically just knew what to do in case of emergencies, which is kind of how I like to leave it unless it's super important because it's just unless they ask questions, it's not really something that comes up. Did you have any issues with your roommate in alarms? I don't think so. I'm pretty good with my alarms. So like, I don't think she ever had a problem with it. And plus, Shippensburg has separate bedrooms. So like, I wasn't sleeping right next to her. So it probably wouldn't even woke her up if she knew about it. So when you were applying to colleges, how did you know what you wanted to study? So I worked with a lot of like special needs kids growing up, like church camps, um, diabetes camps, all these different kinds of opportunities. And I just found a love 
for like helping them and being like their one-on-one kind of person especially I think that helped like a little girl who was who has autism and she was also um, deaf so like just finding new ways to help them like be as normal as they can be because I know how that feels like to feel like you're different from everyone so just helping them find their way in the world and like not being afraid to stand up for themselves what were you looking for when you were looking for choosing colleges sorry I'm just about to go through that process and I'm just curious a big one for me was being able to come home especially with COVID and like there were some personal reasons especially just making sure I was able to come home when I when I needed to so like I'm about two hours away from my college so that's not a horrible drive if I needed to like come home on an emergency I'd also say safety and just like feeling where I felt like I belonged like somewhere I didn't feel judged somewhere that like kind of accepted me for who I was and supported my goals no matter what so how did you decide who to tell that you had type one while you were in college was there just like a guide that you went by in your head or did you just tell it as it came up so I kind of was involved with a lot of things in college that involved type 1 diabetes. So like, I feel like it was kind of just a known fact that I had type 1. And if people didn't know, it got brought up in conversation somehow. I would say like, obviously, my professors knew because I was registered for accommodations. And instead of just hiding it, I was like, I flat out told them, I was like, I have type 1 diabetes. So like, if I'm not in class, I'm probably having a low blood sugar if... I'm not alert. There's something going on. And like, you don't even necessarily need to tell them exactly what your disability is. I just feel like I need to be open about it because anyway, like you're getting more education about it if they're going to ask questions. Do you have a chapter of the College Diabetes Network on your campus? So I started one. Oh, that's really cool. (laughs) Um, It's not going too well. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) It's just because my college is kind of kind of on the smaller side, but I know a few more diabetics are coming this year. So hopefully that's something I can actually get up and running this year. So what are you doing now for advocacy? I think I'd heard that you were going to be a part of a pageant. Is there something that you'd like to add for that? Because I'm definitely curious about that. Yeah. So on July 30th and 31st, 2021, I'm going to be competing for Miss Pennsylvania Teen, which is a part of the USA pageant network thing. Basically, Miss USA prelims, I would say. So if I would win that, I'd go to Miss USA and compete for the title of that. I am obviously bringing my platform as type 1 diabetes awareness. I'm going to obviously wear my Dexcom and pump on stage and let people ask questions about it. I also run an organization called T1D to the Third with two of my friends I met at Children's Congress. That's another advocacy thing I do. And I just kind of like post on social media every once in a while. Um, kind of has simmered down a little bit, but I just try and keep up to date on things that are happening and how I can help. We're getting to the end here, but thank you so much for being here. But before we end off, I'm going to end with um, two questions, one type one related and one not. Do you have any advice for anyone with type one in general? I would say just let the bad days happen. Not every day is going to be perfect and not every day is going to be the same as the one before. So just taking it one step at a time and knowing that you have a a huge community behind you ready to support you if you need help in anything. 
and especially like if you ever like need help fighting for a change or something that type 1 diabetics have some loud voices and they're gonna help you as best as they can okay and the last question is what tv show are you watching right now i'm watching survivor (laughs) okay i've heard a lot of people watching that are you watching all 30 or however many seasons there are no so i'm watching like season 38 right now i kind of like skip through each ones and like look at which ones look interesting okay that makes sense okay thank you so much for being on here today all right yeah i'll see you that's all for today. If you have any suggestions for future topics or guests or just want to say hi, don't hesitate to reach out. You can email me at teen.t1d at gmail.com or DM me at Instagram at teen1dpodcast. If you like my podcast, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review as it does really help me out. Thanks so much for listening and don't forget to tune into next week's episode. Have a great week. Bye.